triggering. Oh my Literally freaking triggering. You didn't eat anything today. Oh, I can't wait to stop wearing these tampons. Or these tampons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these condoms. Jesus. <laughs> everybody welcome to byob the bring your own book podcast i'm nikki and i'm kelly and this week we are talking about none other than el james classic i would say new cult work (laughs) 50 shades of gray because how can you not we've been doing the podcast for this is our third year i can't believe it yeah and we have never talked about these books and i don't know if it was to save ourselves (laughs) But we had to do it for all of you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> but also thank you because I never read these and, you know, it's it's definitely been a new experience. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, I did read these in high school when they first came out and I have to say I loved them then. Okay. I was obsessed and I think it was just because there was a lot of sex. But <laughs> yeah. let me tell you. There are far better books with a lot of sex in them. Oh my god, yeah. I'm but, sure we'll go into greater detail about what we're talking about there. When you're in grade 11, it it feels really cool to read. <laughs> or at least it did for me. It was like the, the first like real books that I bought mm. that had that kind of content in them. Okay. Because everything else that I read that was like that was on like fanfiction.net and tumblr and stuff like that this was like the first like like traditionally published work yeah that i ever got that was like oh my god yeah and that's not to say that they didn't exist but i totally understand what nikki's saying because like this book had so much press and so much money put into it i was talking to scott about this earlier like um because this book was such a huge success so many people were buying this book that they had never read a book like this before. They never bought a book like this before. Usually we read Harry Potter or whatever else fan yep. fiction for you. I don't know what site you went on, but I went on Quizilla a lot. Yes. <laughs> Quizilla was like my middle school right? life. Yeah. yeah. Harry Potter fan fiction. Yes. Of all kinds, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. So there were like, yeah, this was definitely. I feel like this book is now a cultural zeitgeist or part of the cultural zeitgeist, I should say, I guess. Because, yeah, like, this really, even no matter how you feel about it, this is kind of a big deal, this book, when it came out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do you want to read the synopsis for everybody? Oh, boy, do I ever. A dramatic reading by Kelly. (laughs) My copy also says on the very top of the synopsis, a Goodreads Choice Awards finalist for Best Romance. So, okay. Interesting. (laughs) When literature student Anastasia Steele goes to interview young entrepreneur Christian Gray, she encounters a man who is beautiful, brilliant, and intimidating. 
The unworldly, innocent Anna is startled to realize she wants this man and, despite his enigmatic reserve, finds she is desperate to get close to him. Unable to resist Anna's quiet beauty, wit, and independent spirit, Gray admits he wants her too, but on his own terms. Shocked yet thrilled by Gray's singular, erotic tastes, Anna hesitates. For all the trappings of success, his multinational businesses, his vast wealth, his loving family, Gray is a man tormented by demons and consumed by the need to control. When the couple embarks on a daring, passionately physical affair, Anna discovers Christian Gray's secrets and explores her own dark desires. Erotic, amusing, and deeply moving, the Fifty Shades trilogy is a tale that will obsess you, possess you, and stay with you forever. Wow. (laughs) While it has stayed with me, I don't know if it has had quite the effect that was intended. I wasn't moved emotionally. I was moved to laughter. Oh, <laughs> several yeah. times. <laughs> or cringe. Like I I could yeah. feel myself physically like my face scrunching up being like, "Ooh." Yeah. Yeah, I had many many a moment like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where to start with this book. Ratings? Did you yeah. rate it? Uh I had a rating on it on Goodreads already from when I read them, and it was a three-star. And I didn't bother changing the rating this time because I figured I'll keep it with, like, my original Mm. kind of thought. Um, (laughs) But if I was going to give it a rating now, I think I would say a two Mm -hmm. because I I had fun reading it. Like, it was a fun experience, but it was bad. Yeah. So... Like I can't, I can't reward the the writing, yeah. But I can champion the experience, if you will, because oh wow, that word was used a lot. I don't, Ugh. I don't know if it was used a lot in the first one, mm. but the second and third one, let me tell you, she's championing everything. Good for you, Anna. So supportive. Right? <laughs> We're gonna get to Anna in a second because I have many a thought on Anna, but yeah. um. I ended up with a two and a half because like you, this book was terrible, but I had such a good time Yep, (laughs) that I was like, I was laughing so much and I don't think she necessarily intended for it to be hilarious, but I had a good time. (laughs) So I mean, I'm sure she wouldn't be angry. I mean, I bought, I will, I didn't buy the book from her. I bought it secondhand for a quarter, (laughs) 25 cents, everyone. (laughs) I'm so happy about that. But, um, yeah, I had a good time, but I was like, wow, I really don't think this is well-written at all. Um, I feel like the characters have, like, no depth, which we'll get into, especially because Grey has, like, all these things that I think are supposed to make him deep. But I'm like, I'm not buying this crap. Like, this is just very surface level, which whatever. But I had fun. I laughed. And... I was a little worried going into it. I was like, is this going to be dragging? I asked Nikki, like, is this going to be slow? Am I going to be hating my life trying to read this for the podcast? But no, I had a good time. So yeah, two and a half. But I'm happy about the two and a half. Yeah. Which is very odd. You're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about it. (laughs) This is kind of like Ice Planet Barbarians in a way. Yeah. Because I was like, that one I did not enjoy, but I had fun. So that's the thing. It's different. <laughs> yeah. 
you cannot enjoy something but still have fun with it. Yes, yes. Not always, but... Oh my god, speaking of Ice Planet Barbarians, there was a couple times in this book where she used the word resonated or resonates, and all I could think of was the quee resonating, and I was like, (laughs) I can't. She just ruined that word for me. Yeah. It really resonated with me in a bad way. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Tell me what you think, this being your first reading. Oh my god. Okay, so actually... Growing up, I, like I said, I'd never read this book, but I had read a blog that was called Fifty Shades of Suck. I don't know if it's if it's still existing on the internet. I don't know if the name was changed. I don't even know who wrote it. I'm so sorry. If I figure it out, I'll put it in the show notes. But it was so well written. It was hilarious. And she, I believe it was a she who wrote this blog, would like go through chapter by chapter what happened and like make fun of it. And it was so much fun to read the blog. So I knew quite a bit about this book. Right. But I don't think that the blog covered the next two books. So I don't know it that well. I only know like very specific plot points because they were so absurd that like people talked about it. Right. (laughs) But like, I, I guess I'll start with, as you know, Nikki, I sent Nikki pictures of every time E.L. James <laughs> used the expression long fingers or his long index finger. Why is she so fixated on his long ass fingers? All I could picture was like Grinch fingers. Okay, you sent me a text one time where you said his long ass fingers, <laughs> but I read it as his long ass fingers. <laughs> Then every time you sent me little pictures of that, like his long fingers in the book, I was just picturing somebody with the fingers coming out of their ass. So anyway, that's just a side note. I mean, that might have been more interesting, honestly. I'd be like, how did that happen? But I felt, I kept picturing the Grinch and those like furry long green fingers or salad fingers who also had long fingers. We are really aging ourselves in this episode. I, I love it. I like all these references. <laughs> but like, it was of the time, people, okay? It was it was a big deal at that time. Yeah. But yeah, so many long fingers everywhere. I think I stopped taking pictures in book two because I'm like, I can't. This is That's too much. funny because I started highlighting the long fingers <laughs> in book two. I don't think there's as many in book two. I there, come across. Oh, they're still... Really? Yes. Oh, God. There's at And book least, three as well. Oh, God. I was going to say there's at least 12 in the first book. And the book is only like 400-something pages or 500, which deceptively long. These pages are like Bible thin. I know. Like, what? I know. I was surprised when I started the audiobook. It was like 20 hours. And I'm like... I know. How? Can you imagine spending 20 hours listening to this dribble? No, because I put it on two times speed. <laughs> And also the narrator was not great. I'm sorry. No. Oh my goodness. The, all the, like the first chapter when they meet. um, Oh God. And I heard the voice she was going to do for Christian. I was like, is this what the sex scenes are going to be like? Oh yes, Anna. Please, Anna. Please give it to me. Oh God. Don't give it to me. I don't want it. Take it back. (laughs) Also, though, she said words in a very weird way at times, like words that I didn't think would be 
ones you would mess up on. Like, not yeah. out of the ordinary words, like, exquisite. She said exquisite. Oh, like, like weird, like... Emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. I was like, exquisite? Like, what? And there was another word I'm forgetting now, but I was so taken aback. I was like, it's bad when you're reading a book about, as uh, to quote E.L. James, kinky fuckery, okay? <gasps> you're reading a book about that, and yet you're not taken aback by that stuff. You're taken aback by the narrator saying exquisite. Yeah. Like, what? What are you doing? She also said in one... <laughs> Not a spoiler for book three, but she goes, why couldn't they have done that in Privet? Oh, God. In Privet. Yeah. Privet Drive? Yeah, <laughs> Harry like- Potter in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of things with the narrator where I was just like, what? Right? What? I feel bad. I mean, good for you, girl. You made a lot of money, hopefully, yeah. narrating these books. Get that check. Get those residuals. Get that royalty. But... I didn't like it. I'm sorry. No, I didn't either. <laughs> I'm picky about yeah. audiobooks. I feel like everybody kind of is because you have a way you want to be read to. Yeah, it's a hard gig, yeah. you know? So it's not always your fault. But I this did not enjoy your performance. Her fault. <laughs> yeah. But also, why did everyone they meet need to have a very specific accent that she could not do. I know. You know what I mean? Everyone uh. was British. Or like, like the hairdresser, is that in this book? Or maybe it's the second book. It's in the second book. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, there's a hairdresser in book two who she says in the book, his accent is very obviously fake Italian. Yeah. And so then she has to do this terrible fake Italian accent, which... Nailed it, because she can't even do a real Italian accent, so. Yeah, I mean, also the voice she did for Kate, where she's like, oh, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Anna, why are you doing that? And it's like, could you just stop? (laughs) (laughs) You know what that made me feel? It made me feel like when you were kids. Like with Barbies, be oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to the store. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Oh my God. It was so weird. But also, sorry, everyone, this is like a fever dream. I feel like this book was a <laughs> fever dream. I couldn't stand, like, okay, I was talking to Scott about how, you know, yes, the writing was not good, but there were things where I was like, why did you need to do this? Why did you feel the need to put that in? We would be. We'd be reading a scene, and I don't mean like a sex scene, I will just clarify, because that happens also in here. (laughs) Like, not BDSM scene, dialogue scene, where they're like talking, whatever, we're getting like some kind of plot points that you need to know for the rest of the story. And then instead of just ending the scene there, and passage of time, next scene, she'd be like, well, Anna, would you like a drink? Why, yes, Kate, I would, thank you for asking. What would you like to drink? Anna, I'll have an orange juice. And then next scene, why do I need to know yeah. your drink order at home? What does this have to do with the next 400 pages? I know. She did that several times. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't either. But, <laughs> like, I've seen the movies quite a bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I remember when the movies came out, I was in a university and my roommate and I went to go see them. Okay. Because we were so excited. We were like, what the <laughs> fuck? This is going to be, like, crazy. Oh, really? And it was, like, in, in hindsight, reading the books again, they did kind of cast 
everyone perfectly because mm-hmm. when you read the book it feels like a b-list movie yeah. and then you look at everybody who's in it minus dakota johnson and jamie dornan, dornan. yeah yeah minus the two of them like they're everybody else looks like a b-list actor yeah it's really weird and i yeah. don't know like I don't know even exactly, like, what that means. It's just a feeling. <laughs> it's like budget. That's yeah. what it is. They had more budget to look fancy pants all the time. Yeah, like, <laughs> they don't. It, it was just, like, it was really weird. But reading this again, I was like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Because I remember watching the movie and being like, why did they cast this girl as Kate? Right. And, like, what? Like why? Yeah. And then when I was reading it, I was like, oh, well, I feel like it fits. <laughs> really well (laughs) that'd be like if i was in the movie as some random person you'd be like who the hell is she and why is she there wearing that hat you know like (laughs) yeah like she does not pull off hats why is she there (laughs) next like okay jamie dornan i think he's attractive however i've only seen the first movie i haven't seen the other two which i'm gonna have to watch them yeah after reading these books like oh my god but um he would have been way hotter if he was allowed to keep his actual accent because as soon as i heard him speak i was like he's not american it's too perfect it's too crisp it's too like yeah you know and hearing his actual voice i'm like hot damn that would have been way better especially in like the intimate moments yeah because he would have been able to like let go and just be like woohoo yeah (laughs) (laughs) woohoo that doesn't happen in the book Actually, maybe in Anna's mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> she does go like, holy cow, or geez, or wow. So maybe she does go, woohoo, her inner goddess. Ugh, what a I good segue. Continue. Hate, <laughs> I hate it, it. I told Kelly earlier, every time she talked about the inner goddess, I thought about the Lizzie McGuire cartoon. <laughs> And, like, just, like, a little cartoon of Dakota Johnson, like, doing these, like, stupid things and, like, drinking wine. (laughs) My inner goddess looks up from her copy of, of... Great Expectations or something. Yeah, like, like, that's a big one in the first book. She's always talking about that book. Honestly, I'm kind of like, do I need to read this book? But I'm also like, I don't want to. I've never read it. And every time I hear someone, not even just in this book, like, every time I hear someone talk about it... My immediate thought is the Hounds of Baskerville, Baskervilles, oh, or is whatever. That a Sherlock Holmes book. I have no idea, <laughs> but Tess of the Dur of the Durbervilles, Dubervilles. I don't know. They just Uber? sound like, <laughs> yeah, too meshed. Like there's something yeah. about the the syllables of them yeah. that I'm just like I feel like they're the same book in my head and I yeah. don't know what either book is about no I th- I, I thought the, I thought one of them was Sherlock Holmes maybe I'm losing it yeah but I, don't know. I did not I don't know Tilly would know like, she would Tilly know. help us <laughs> Tilly if you're listening <laughs> we should have a phone a friend option <laughs> We should just be like, hello, Jill, you've got 60 seconds. What was this book about? Please? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe next season. <laughs> For real. Yeah. So there, yeah, I don't know. There were a lot of things in this book where I was just like, why? What? Yeah. What or why? <laughs> what, why? Never how. Just what or why. I didn't care about the how. We were going to no. find out the how. However, unbelievable it was but yeah. there were a lot of sex scenes 
Oh my god, yeah. Like, I was... So many. I was surprised, though. Like, I didn't remember from, like, reading it the first time. I thought, oh, there'd be, like, three, mm-hmm. kind of. But no, this thing is, like, jam-packed. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Anna. <laughs> Okay, I feel like this is a twofold conversation here. We can't talk about one without talking about the other, okay? Um, Anna, wet blanket, if I ever saw one. Yeah. Wet blanket. I cannot stand her. I had to keep reminding myself that this was a Twilight fan fiction. Right. Because Bella is also a wet blanket. And you also read it thinking, why does everyone care so much about this person. Why why are you so obsessed with me? Like yeah. why? What does she have that literally anybody or a wet blanket doesn't have? Like I don't That's get true. it. She's not interesting. When I read the synopsis about her being independent, this no she's not. I don't think she is. Like I think she, I think EL John Oh my god. <laughs> EL James tried to put some of those moments in Mm -hmm. but i didn't believe it it was so like out of left field and then she would do something immediately afterwards that would contradict her like yeah i'm independent kind of stance well that's the thing like there were definitely moments where she was trying to stand her ground Mm -hmm. but then he would intimidate her immediately into like shutting down on that and she'd be like oh okay yeah i'm like the georgia trip Yeah. Where he asked her, like, two or three times, can I come to this Georgia trip, whatever, visit and meet your mom? And she was like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. I need some space. And he was like, okay. And then he shows up and it's all okay because she's like, I miss him. Oh, he's right there. (laughs) What a coincidence. Also, this whole thing happens in, like, 11 days or something. Yeah. I don't know the exact timeline, but I think it's, like, 11 days. I'm getting crave flashbacks. Yeah, Yeah. from when they meet until at least this was faster. It was. This was was a faster It really was, honestly. That's that's why I was like, okay, thank God this is a quick plot, because I can't do that slice of life, nothing's happening. Yeah, but, like, from the time she falls into his office, from when she leaves at the end of the book, it's, like, two weeks. Oh, my God. Which is... Bonkers. I am exhausted. I I, am exhausted. She must be so exhausted. She went from a virgin to like getting plowed like every every day. day, Several times. And she'd be like, I'm so sleepy. I'm gonna pass out. He's like, Nope, I'm not done yet. I'm like, she's about to fall on the floor. Like, could we maybe pace ourselves? (laughs) And they didn't even sign the contract. No, just an NDA. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So she can run, but she can't hide. She yep. can't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and like, I I know there was a lot of controversy in the kink community mm-hmm. about this book and the misrepresentation of the BDSM lifestyle and stuff. I'm going to say a really unpopular opinion. <laughs> Not about that. I agree. Mm-hmm. But at the end, when she's like, Okay, show me like what you got, basically. Yeah. And he's like, I don't think so. And she's like, Yeah. And he does. Yeah. And then she's like fucking mad about it. And he's like, You didn't use a safe word. You didn't whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. And I'm like, Well, yeah. So I like. So do you want to maybe just explain what happened? That because like we're yeah. talking about spoilers, so just go for it. Yeah. They've already read this book. It's been out for like 
10 plus years. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And everybody's seen the movie. So, yeah. you know, you know what the what the deal is. I honestly, I feel like I just finished it and I've I've seen the movie so many times. I don't even know what mm. exactly like leads to that pinnacle moment. So, I don't know what happened leading up to it, but he was mad at her and was like, "I'm going to punish you because that's part of their relationship, right? Like pleasure and pain, what have you." Right. And she was kind of, like, nervous about that before, and then something happens, and she's like, no, I want you to do it. If this is what you need, go yeah, for like, it. I need to see exactly, like, what, what, you, what want. you want. Yeah. And yeah, so and, like, what are you doing to people? Yeah. And so, so he spanks her with the belt, like, six oh, times. Mm, I think it was more than six. I think it was, like, 18. The first time it was six. But this, the last one... Is when he goes all oh, and, I and think he it was makes a her lot. count with him, and she's like, "I think so," screaming, yeah, like and crying while yeah. he's doing this. And I'm like, "Yeah, would I think if I was in a situation like that with someone and I was crying, they would stop or check yeah. in?" Yeah, but yeah. like if if she is saying, "I want to know." And they have a safe word in place, and she's not using it. Yeah. I was just like, I feel kind of like, well, yeah. you made your bed. Yeah. It's and I don't like, know if it's just because I don't like her that's very thing, much. Yeah. Like, there's, she, he does a really bad job explaining, and she does yes. a really bad job of researching and getting yeah, and like real both information. of them communicating their communication oh, yeah. skills are terrible because which is like the number one skill you need to have a relationship like that r- any relationship in general yeah. and no matter what kind of sex you're going to be having i feel like if you don't have good communication yeah shit's going to go down and not in a good way like i totally agree with what you're saying nikki and i also think i think no shade surprisingly <laughs> for me <laughs> I think this is a problem. I think this is E.L. James's problem. Yeah. I think she didn't write it well enough and clearly enough so that we could have, like, I don't know what she wants us to feel. I don't right. know if she wants us to be on Anna's side and, like, how could you do that? Right. Or if it's like, no, you didn't use your safe word because he didn't explain anything very well. No. She didn't understand things. She didn't research well. They didn't talk well. Like, well, that's the thing. I feel like there there is not enough information in this book for me to have a strong opinion yeah, on that. Like, completely agree. Because I do feel, like, flip-floppy on yeah. one hand. I'm like, well, you know, she that's, like, what she wanted. And then on the other hand, I'm like, dude. Yeah. Do you have fucking eyes yeah. and ears? Like, stop. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Because did am I mistaking myself like didn't if I'm not mistaken didn't he say earlier like you'll never need to use these words because like we'll we'll know the limits and we'll check in whatever right. but you have them anyways in yeah. case you need to use them so I'm like okay dude so yeah you definitely should have noticed like she's not crying in a good way she's yeah. like traumatized and as soon as he stops she's like you fucking asshole, you're sick. Like, she, yeah. like, lashes out, and he's like, what's wrong? Like, yeah. oh, my God, awkward. Yeah. The most awkward situation you could ever imagine. Yeah. And they oh. also, like, nitpicky thing. But mm-hmm. when they talk about the safe words, they only talk about yellow and red. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's a very common, like, thing to do 
is you have like yellow for like slow down, red for stop. Like you have to stop right now. Mm-hmm. But also green, like this is good. You can be in an intense scene like that. And if somebody is reacting a certain way, you can do a check-in. And if they say green, mm-hmm. you know they are still good. Yeah. But that's not talked about. It's never talked no. about like how are we going to communicate if you are really liking something? Yeah. Because things can be misconstrued all the time. Somebody yeah. moans. That doesn't mean that it's good. Yeah. You can moan when you're in pain. Yeah. Like, so that was a thing reading it through this time after, like, like when I was in grade 11, I didn't know anything about, like, BDSM no. kink stuff. No. But, like... Now, especially after reading a lot of books that have more intense things that are better written. Yeah. Yeah. And that explore those things in a way where everybody, even though bad things happen in the books, Mm -hmm. everybody is like communicating about what's happening. Yeah. In an effective way, reading this, there were a lot of parts with the sex stuff and the way that they just talk to each other in general, where I was like, this could be so easily avoided. Oh my God. It was, I, okay, you guys can't see me because this is a podcast and not like a video, but I have my hand on the book on my lap like it's a Bible. I don't understand. (laughs) I'm like swearing to it. Like this needs to change. We're like swearing at it. Yes. (laughs) No, you're so right though, Nikki, because like I have read so many romance books, so many different types of romance books, BDSM, not BDSM, whatever. Communication is number one. They had no communication. Yeah. And- I was so, I couldn't remember the movie. It's been a while. And I didn't really like the movie. Right. But I think they did what they could with the source material. So, you know. But um, this book really felt like, I'm going to show you my world. Like, Christian Grey. I'm going to show you my world. And he didn't really care that much if she liked it. Or, like, he didn't, he asked her things, but it felt very much like, not for women, even though it was written by a woman, for women. Like, I don't know, because I think of other books I've read, and I'm just like, this does not feel great for the most part. It's just kind of like, it's like shock value almost. And like, some scenes were fine. Like, I found, okay, I will share. I thought the dream she had with, like, the riding crop, mm-hmm. that was, like, pretty well written. It was very, yeah. like, sensual yeah. of, like, what she's seeing, feeling, whatever. Yeah. But when it came down to them actually being together, I was like, oh, God. Like, yeah. I don't buy this relationship. I know. And it's, like, so weird. But I'm not so far gone where I was, like, angry right. about it like so many people were when it first came out. Even yeah, I totally get why they're mad. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm like, this is this is not a good relationship. And, no. like, you know what I also thought of? That um, that docu-series we watched about Army Hammer. Oh, yeah. Because these women, if you haven't seen this docu-series, these women were, like, being approached online, like, through Instagram or whatever, by Army Hammer to engage in these relationships where they didn't know anything about BDSM or, like, ropes or any of this stuff. And he was just being downright abusive. Like, so 
I just I got those vibes sometimes from this right. book. And like obviously like the stuff with Army Hammer is like way above oh, and beyond yes. like what is happening in this. Yes. But it does have the same kind of like vibe. Ick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I think that's really important what you said about he never discussed green. Yeah. Of like, are you enjoying this? Yeah. It was more like, I need you to do this. I like to have control. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy this, which, okay, great. But also, even though he is like, oh, are you enjoying whatever sometimes, however he says it, it feels very much like I'm enjoying it, so I hope you are, you know? Yeah. Which, that's not fun. No. It didn't <laughs> feel like a real, like, concern at any point. Yeah. And through the first book, I was not as bothered by, like, their... <sighs> when they had sex. Mm-hmm. But as we, like, get through the books, like, I'm now halfway through the third book and Kelly's halfway through the second, the the circumstances in which they engage in sexual activity bothers me more and more and more. Yeah. Because they have sex so often. And I understand some people may like to have, like, makeup sex or, like, yeah. angry sex. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those person persons. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. Like, if I'm mad, yeah. I'm fucking mad. Yeah, and, and I, I don't want you to touch to, me. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want you to touch me. I don't want you to look at me. Don't yeah. breathe around me. Just get away. Yeah. And... The fact that every time there's an argument, oh my he, God. like, approaches her sexually <sighs> and will not, and that doesn't let up no. through the books. And she even calls him out on it. This is what I'm saying. She's not independent, whatever, E.L. James. I'm sorry. I think you intended it, but it does not come across because she's like, you can't just hide from this argument. You can't just, like, sex your way through it or whatever she says. And then what happens? She has sex two minutes later. Yeah. Stand your ground. If you mean no, then say no and hold that no. Yeah. If you change your mind, fine. But I don't have anything in this book to tell me that you have changed your mind. Other than yeah. the fact that he's so hot, you know? Yeah. It's like, he really, it does, <laughs> sometimes it does feel very, like, predatory in yeah. a way. And don't get me wrong, we've all read those books where we're like, ooh, I like this, like, aggressive, yeah. um, assertive vibe. Yeah. But I don't get that from here. I get, no. like... Very imposing. Yeah. And you know? like, yeah, I've, we've both read like mafia yeah. romance. Dark romance. It does have a lot of similar themes where it's like, I'm protecting you and I'm not going to tell you what's going on for your protection. Yeah. And there is like a, like, don't you dare like disobey me kind of thing. Yeah. But I, and I don't know if it's just because like, maybe if the writing was stronger in this. Yeah. It would have come across better, mm-hmm. but in a lot of those, like, mafia romance books or, like, whatever, there's, like, so many different yeah. things. Like, you get it in fantasy romance, whatever. There is an essence about it where you really do feel like I, the characters are more developed. You really do feel like that man believes in his heart yeah that he is doing the right thing yeah and he doesn't know any other way but in this book there is just <laughs> something about christian gray that i'm just like you are just a dick yeah he's like i only know this way this is the only way i want it yeah so let me know if you want to sign the dotted line yeah <laughs> like literally <laughs> 
well, that's the thing. I Maybe it is, like, the contractual thing for me. Like, in mm-hmm. other books, these women are not signing a contract. They're, like, yeah. with them. With, well, not always willingly, but... Yeah. But also, I honestly feel like if they had signed the contract, that could have been good, too. You could yeah. have done something with that where it was, like, this is, like, purely a physical relationship and then because you could have it kind of like i can't believe i'm bringing this up you could have it kind of like pretty woman where it's like i'm here for a week i'm working i'll go to wherever date you already go to go to the opera whatever we'll have sexy times great and then i'm gone you know but then they start to talk and they form a connection all stuff that could have been done where we're only here we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time, yeah. right? And then it becomes a long good time. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't have that because it was like, are you going to sign? I just can't help myself. We're going to go do this, whatever. Like, yeah. what? And he's like stalkery. Yeah. Which, again, that's in books all the time. However, I was like, I think it's because the the writing just couldn't, it couldn't match what she wanted yeah. I feel like she had so Yeah, I just feel like you need a lot of like technical ability to do all these like very complicated nuanced yeah. relationship things. Yeah. I think it also would have helped if maybe we did have a few chapters in the first book that were more um like flashback for Christian mm. where we did where we had the backstory at least yeah. because you don't get a lot of that stuff until i think like the second book is when more of it kind of like gets divulged where you can understand more about like why doesn't he want to be touched and Mm -hmm. like like specifically where he doesn't want to be touched and his like when he was born until he went with his adopted family yeah like those things i think do bring a depth but we don't get any of that. And I don't think that Anna, we needed to get it through him telling Anna. Because mm-hmm. I understand that's where a lot of the, like, tension comes from in the first book. Yeah. Is him not wanting to confess these things to her. Which is, like, fine. You've known her for, again, 11 days. Yeah. And you don't have to tell anyone your backstory after 11 days. But it just felt incomplete. Right? I have to find this quote because it's after he tells her about his mom and it was so badly written that I just laughed. I laughed and laughed and I felt bad because I'm like, this is a serious matter. But like, it was done so haphazardly that I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, oh, can I not find it? I dog-eared a few of these pages because I shan't be keeping this book (laughs) after Like, I'm sorry, Keep but... the dog ears in, though, for whoever gets it after you so they can see, like, <laughs> what you were... Like, what why did she tap these about? specific pages? Okay, I can't find it, but I remember what he said because I was so taken aback. So she asks about his mom, and I guess she's like, I'll do this sexual act if you then open up to me emotionally after, which, again, I don't think that's a very good... <laughs> idea no i wouldn't personally do that but you know it happened so they do some kind of sexual activity i don't remember which in this book and then she's so tired right and she's like wait you told me you're gonna tell me about your mom or whatever your childhood and he's like 
My mother was a crack whore. Go to sleep. Yeah. What? He he consistently throughout the first and maybe second book only refers to her as the crack whore. Yeah. And <sighs> I there were certain things that like I felt from the way that she set him up were very uncharacter like for him. Yeah. That was one of them. Also, I have to bring up the fact that they communicated exclusively through email. Oh my god, going through that on audiobook was my own I know. personal hell. Right? Okay, <sighs> the first time I like when I was listening to the first book before I opened the book to like read with it, mm-hmm. I d- I was hearing the timestamps, which are in military time. Oh, God, But I thought they were making a joke because it was, like, 1843, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, are they making a joke about how he's living in the 1800s with his oppression of women? And then I was, was like, reading the book and looking at it. I was like, oh, okay. No, not a clever joke, even though I think it was. In his signature, every time we get it, CEO, Christian Steel Enterprise, whatever the hell it was. Christian Steel. Christian. Christian That's not right. Enterprises (laughs) Holdings or something like that. Christian Steel. Anastasia Steel. Oh, God. Also, of course, we had the iconic line, which I don't use the word iconic a lot. And a lot of the young people do. And I'm yeah. so, like, taken aback by it. No, because not everything is iconic. No. I, I, okay, quick sidebar here. I literally dropped something when I used to work at Starbucks. And I was like, oh, God. And I told someone I dropped this. And she went to me, my coworker said, that's literally iconic. And I'm like, I don't think it is. Like, I was very Do you curious. know what the word iconic means? Right? I was like, Barbara Streisand is iconic. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> dropping a napkin awkwardly at the drive through window is iconic. But anyways, I digress. Um, we got the iconic, truly iconic line. I'm 50 shades of fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the absolute best. I was so excited when I finally read it. Because that part in the movie is yeah. so good. <laughs> It's a time. It's so good. But also, am I remembering this right? Does she call him 50? Yes. Because he always wears gray? 50 shades of gray? Like, I don't understand. No, she calls him 50 because he says, I'm 50 shades of fucked up. So he starts the 50 shades thing. Yeah. Oh, And wow. the 50 shades of gray is like 50 shades of Christian of gray. gray. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. Sybil. Like, yes. he's, like, all his personalities. <laughs> I did get that. I understood the title. I was just like, I don't understand in the book. <laughs> yeah, no. It, okay. And I hate, I have it highlighted so many times in the <sighs> second and third book. Every time she goes, my 50, oh, or, like, God. or sometimes she goes, my man. And I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Women who refer to their partners as my man, that's my man. And yeah. I'm like, there's something about it that is, like, so cringy. I say it to Scott sometimes, but in private. I don't say yeah, it like, in uh, public. Yeah, like, two oh, people. That's my man. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, so, like, I say it as a joke. But that, yeah, that feels in different. private. Yeah, not like, I'm at the bar. <laughs> that's my man. Like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel There's awkward. There's just something that's, like, it makes me cringe. Right? It makes me cringe. <laughs> I'm like, why did I share that story? <laughs> 
We're just in a sharing mood today. We really are. I'm having a great time. This book was wild. Yeah. I, okay, what did you think about Kate? Because I flip-flopped on her so many times. At first I was like, you are the worst. And then I was like, at least she cares about Anna's safety. But then I kept thinking, you keep pushing her to him. You keep going back and forth. And then I go back and forth. I don't know you, Kate. Yeah. Is she the, um, what's her name? That actress, (laughs) the Broadway girl, Anna Kendrick, Hannah Kendrick. What's her name? I don't know. In Twilight. Oh, no. She's supposed to be that character? Oh, no. Oh, like, is she supposed to be the equivalent of that character? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Anna Kendrick, that's her name. Anna Kendrick. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I could see that. Like, she's kind of the... Because Jose is the Jacob. Mm-hmm. Can't stand him. Oh, my God. Yeah. The accent she does for Jose in the audiobook, too, oh is, like, offensive. God, it's so bad. It's so bad. But, like, he's got to be Jacob because, yeah, he, like, creeps on her. Yeah. Which also, why does every guy creep on Anna? Right? Every single guy. That's like, the thing. I'm like, even if you're really attractive... That doesn't mean every man is going to be weird to you. No. Every man? Every man. And I'm not even, I'm not blaming Anna here. I'm like, what is going no, on? I'm blaming E.L. James <laughs> yes. because that was the only way she could create tension in this book yeah. was by, like, writing in men to, like, put their arm around her. Yeah. Or be like, do you want to go out for a drink later? Smile at her. Yeah. Be a friend of the family. And he, Christian's like, I don't trust him. He wants to get in your pants. I'm like, holy fuck. But actually he does. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're all like, awful. he's not wrong. Yeah. I feel at so, this instance. I feel so divided. Because I'm like, Christian, you're so toxic. But also, all these men are terrible. <laughs> Trying to keep yeah. you safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally, for real. Literally. Mm. Oh, my God. But also... We got. We cannot end this episode without talking about Mrs. Robinson. Ooh! What the actual fuck? I know. I know. Like, <sighs> I thought it was really funny that she gave her that nickname. Yeah, I was like, okay, yes. that's hilarious. <laughs> Good for we'll, you, Anna. <laughs> we'll talk about Mrs. Robinson Robinson more in the next episode because a lot of stuff comes out oh in the second book. Yeah, but. Yeah, I just, it just baffles me. How do you start a relationship like that with, like, she is his mother's friend. Yeah. So, you know, like, how... When he was 15. 15. Yeah. 15. And, I mean, at least E.L. James had the sense to make Anna go, what? That is against the law she is a pervert she's a child molester yeah and he's like it wasn't like that she's uh, not that way i'm like well i I, think she kind of is yeah i am disturbed and i and they gloss over it so quickly and then they have sex because christian doesn't want to talk about it yeah but he's like don't touch me (laughs) like there's so many problems i I can't. Like, I can understand, like, maybe somebody feels like they need physical reassurance when they're having an argument. Sure. But I feel like it's not to <laughs> supposed to be to that level. Maybe, like, a hug. Maybe, yeah. Like, maybe, have a cuddle while you're, like, discussing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe start with a hug and wait to, like, you know, rip out her tampon and, like, fuck her in the bathtub. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. That was- 
I said this on the uh, Instagram story when I was reading. I was like, I've reached the iconic tampon <laughs> scene. That's something that has stuck with me for like years. I feel secondhand trauma. Yeah, <laughs> I was saying to Kelly, and like, I feel like it's going to be mostly girls listening to this episode. Yeah. Wouldn't it just be like, the luck. Like, I'm like, that could never happen in a good way. It would be like she changed her tampon, like, 20 minutes ago, and he Ugh. ripped it out, and it's, like, fucking dry yeah, as shit. Yeah, going like, there's, dry. Yeah, like, there's, oh, I can, like, Ugh. I feel it. Ugh. God, well, is she 21? Two? 22? Yeah. I mean, okay, TMI, folks. Sex ed right now, I guess you're more, like, lubricated easier, more easily, quicker when you're younger. Right. Unless you have, like, traumatic experiences or health problems, whatever. You're usually more lubricated. However, when you're in your period, that's not always the case. Especially if you're putting in a tampon. Yeah. And it's not it's like really... Up yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Just sucking everything up. <gasps> and then yeah. he proceeds to suck it up. There's nothing there to suck. There's nothing <laughs> there. There's no... It's dry. Dry toast. Okay? By Big Fat Greek Wedding. Like, yeah. dry toast. Down yeah. below. But he's like... Let's go. I'm angry. Like, why? Do you know what I mean? Lucy, I'm home. <laughs> Honey, what's for dinner? Where's my dinner? Is that Pleasantville? <laughs> I can't. He yeah. doesn't cook. He's got a staff, but Anna knows how to cook. Thank God she has yeah. some kind of skill. Because I'd be like, how did you make it this far in life? Well, I just don't know what he was going to do if she couldn't cook. Because it comes out that his submissives cook for him on the weekends. Right? Because Gail isn't around, Mrs. Jones. And also, he didn't tell her that before. Right? Like, So you want me to, like, be there as, like, a vessel for your needs. But also, I need to cook for you. Okay, it also, this is something, I think this is one of the things that bothered me the most, is how much he voices his opinion against not liking condoms. Oh my god. It's not I about know. you. Oh. It's not about you. I, that, more than like anything else, mm -hmm. more than him like not stopping, like hitting her with the belt. What did you I, eat? Did you eat... God. Triggering. Oh my God, Literally freaking triggering. You didn't eat anything today. Oh, I can't wait to stop wearing these tampons. Or these tampons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same. Same. <laughs> uh, these condoms. Jesus. <laughs> if he had said that, I would have been like, I, oh, I understand, Christian. I see where you're coming from now. <laughs> Condoms. I can't wait to stop wearing these condoms. Yes. <laughs> he has the best OBGYN fly up or whatever. Right, like on a Sunday to give her like the pill. <laughs> Why did I? I truly am losing my mind. I just got footloose in my head on every Sunday morning. <laughs> it will be like just like coming up like Sunday morning. Gonna oh get my your OBGYN check. Get you on the pill. What is the mini pill? Am I missing something? What is the mini pill? Is that I just think, the pill? Yeah, I think that's like 
what everybody takes. Why did she have to say mini? <laughs> I don't know. Are they smaller than the normal pill? Because they're already pretty small. Yeah, they're they're tiny. Like, I don't even swallow pills, but I could manage those. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, they're like nothing. It's like a, a dust particle. <laughs> like, it's so small. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just... But then... Is it, this is the trouble of reading these back to back when we're just talking about the first one right now. Is, does the OBGYN come back in the first book? That's in the second book. She comes back. In the second book, yeah. Okay, then I will hold my thought. Because, you know, on the one hand, for for the first book, I will say, if you are going to engage in this kind of relationship and you have all this money and whatever... Then I'd be like, wow, thanks for hooking me up with an appointment, because that takes a long-ass time, especially up in Canada, where there's a shortage of doctors, because we have public health care, which is great, but doctors get paid shit up here, so they go to the States. You're welcome. So, (laughs) we don't have a lot of doctors, so it's so hard to get the free things that we pay for through taxes yeah so like i'd be like thank you so much for getting me this appointment yeah (laughs) but you are also creepy and controlling you know yeah because they like talk about like different things like the needle or like yeah iud and the pill and stuff like that yeah and they settle on the pill for somebody who can't even remember to eat yeah in the day like I don't have that problem. No, I'm I don't like, either. I'm constantly like, what am I going to eat next? Like, yeah. I love food. The opposite oh problem. Yes. We have the opposite problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, oh God, I don't know. Truly. There was some stuff towards the end of the book, too. Like, I have to fact check this because I'm like, I can't, fact re- check. <laughs> I can't remember if it's in the first book or the second book. This is some hard hitting fiction, people. This is hard hitting yeah. stuff. Got to fact check (laughs) but there's like comments that she makes about her weight yeah and being like i like being slimmer and stuff and i'm like there's there's nothing wrong with somebody saying i like being slimmer yeah but for somebody that it's made pretty clear that she's like the epitome of what every man wants to like sink his dick into (laughs) like I don't think you need to be any slimmer, Anna, Mm-mm. Anastasia. Yeah. So I just felt like those were, like, really unnecessary comments. Yeah. Especially, like, because a lot of really young women read these books. Yeah. And I can definitely see, when I read them initially, feeling like, maybe I should be thinner mm-hmm. so that boys will like me more. Yeah. Or whatever, you know? I think that's what really bugs me too about the fact that she doesn't really have a personality or like anything interesting about her because I'm like so are you telling me I need to like dilute myself (laughs) if I can I guess if that makes any sense like I need to like tone down everything about me Mm -hmm. to hook this like apparently gorgeous super wealthy man who's like super experienced sexually and is going to give me all these things like yeah. You mean I need to be a wet blanket who never eats and, well, yeah. you know, like... And her only personality trait is that she likes reading. And, like, we... Which she never does. No. So. We love reading. Yeah. But do we love to do other things, too? Yeah. yeah. We're, like, hobby queens, okay? <laughs> like, we look at something and we're, like, new hobby. Yeah. Like, I have an idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hence the podcast. <laughs> exactly. So, I just... I don't know. I feel like that and maybe it was the time that it was written or maybe it's just like being 
now being older. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like this trait, especially in books, because people who like books and are reading books feel like they could be these characters that are like, yeah. I love reading. It's like, great, but what else yeah. is there? Yeah. Like, that's not, like, a good... Yeah. I don't, it just doesn't feel like a good character trait anymore. No. Like, we get it. Yeah, even Belle in The Beauty and the Beast, yeah, she's bookish, she loves books, but she has so much personality and heart. Yeah. Like, I know, <laughs> I know Belle, okay? I know her. <laughs> I would be her best friend. I connect with her. She's a wonderful person. We won't get into her weird relationship. You know what I mean? The Stockholm How- <laughs> Central. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, Anastasia is not Belle, okay? She's just not. And I totally understand that, like, Anastasia and the inspiration for Anastasia, Bella, in Twilight, she is meant to be, like, very bare bones so that you can put yourself in her place. Right. But my God, if I was in her place... It just wouldn't work because it's like I said, it's like you either need to dilute yourself and have no personality or you're like this manic pixie dream girl without the manic pixie. You know know. what I mean? There's nothing quirky about her. I know. I know. It's It's so odd. It is like super weird and it's really hard to read. Like it's really, really hard to, I don't know. The, I like the book, or sorry, the movie better because the way that Dakota Johnson portrays Anna, mm-hmm. it it's impossible to portray somebody in a movie or something and have them be as flat as this character is in the book. That is, like, the hardest task to yeah. play that role. And I gotta say, I feel bad because that was, like... The, that's the first thing I ever saw her in. You yeah, know, same. It's her first movie, I think. Her mom was an actress. Yeah, I don't her know dad. Still, yeah. And I just, I feel like, for me, her career has been tainted because of the movie. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I I didn't enjoy the movie. I thought it was boring. I thought right. she was kind of boring. But it's not really her fault. It's the material, which yeah. sounds really harsh. But, like, it's true. You have to play this, like, no man or not no man every man character yeah with nothing distinctive or like interesting so Mm -hmm. how do you bring that to life i think she did the best she could yeah that's so hard yeah and i don't feel the same way about bella in twilight in the movie i'm sorry i just thought kristen stewart did a terrible job and it was also bad material but i think it was just bad yeah that uh well, we'll get into Twilight later, later. in the year. Because <laughs> there's plenty to say about that, too. Yes, and I'll have so much more to add about my Kristen Stewart, like, thing. Because <laughs> I have a whole thing. So, yeah, I'm just saying. This is, like, this is many years in the making, I feel like, yeah. this discussion. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, my I God. I agree. Do you have any favorite parts of the book? Favorite parts? <laughs> like... We talked about the iconic line. Yeah. That is definitely a standout. That is a standout. Honestly, I think my favorite part is, like, when he goes over to her house, and I think that's, like, the first night he spanks her. 
but they're like yeah. drinking wine and they like eat dinner together and they like go like grocery shopping and stuff. Yeah. And that was like one of the only times in the book you see him act um in a way that would be conceived of somebody like in a relationship. Yeah. Because that's the thing that really got me is like and that was probably the intention of being like he is incapable of being this way Mm -hmm. and he can only like be gratified like sexually in any kind of like intimate capacity yeah but i think it would have been nice if you saw him sway a couple more times into because then it would have felt more like he is really falling for her because and she's he's let falling him, for him. Yeah, he's let his guard down in yeah. these moments, even if after they happen, he does kind of, like, mm-hmm. build the wall back up. That's natural in a book, you know? You, like, you let something happen, and then you, like, kind of push back at it. Whatever. Yeah. But I think that having more of those moments would have really added to the connection. Mm-hmm. Because I just felt like by the end of it, she's, like, walking out of that place and by the time she reaches the first floor, she should be like, what's his name again? Because <laughs> who fucking cares? Yeah, that was a wild week. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a dream. Yeah. Or a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a nightmare for me. <laughs> Do you have any standout parts? Oh, I don't want to say favorite parts because I don't know if like favorite <laughs> is the right word. Well, I would. De- I mean, I already shared my... My mother was a crack whore. Go yeah. to sleep. Like, what a sentence. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Okay, mine is a more general stand-up. <laughs> I did tab this one part because I understand that Christian Grey is supposed to be, like, he's kind of supposed to be a manic pixie dream girl in a way. Of, like, he just isn't like other guys. He's yeah. very formal and, like, whatever. I get it. Some of these lines, though, that he says to her during sex or before (laughs) sex, I'm like, is he a robot? I am so not turned on. I'm so uncomfortable. I am so dry right now. (laughs) For example, page 328. They're in the act, okay? You have such a captivating, sexy ass, Anastasia Steele. What I'd like to do to it. (laughs) Captivating. Just Captivating ass. Like, I hate that. It's just too much. And I'm sorry if anyone likes that, then I'm happy for you. For me, it was just the way it was written was so clunky. Yeah. It was just so, like, just not how normal people speak. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can still say things about your partner's body in the moment and be like, ooh, wow. Yeah. But what, what, a, what a captivating, sexy ass you have. Like, what? Oh my, what big teeth you have. Like, what is this? The better to see you with, my dear. (laughs) The better to sit down on chairs with, you know, like the most captivating, sexy ass. Like, I can't. Oh my God. I, I will say, because I know you're further ahead than I am, I'm in the middle of the second book. So far, I'm enjoying the first book more than the second book Mm. or I have enjoyed the first book more because I find where I'm at I'm just like get on with it what Mm. is the point so it's not it's not a slog but I am kind of like I'm able to put it down much easier than this book where I was like okay this is a wild ride you know (laughs) so I'm enjoying like I felt like the first book 
was more boring for me compared to the second two. Mm-hmm. And the movies, I feel the opposite. Like, I really like the first movie and oh. the first and the second movie and the third movie. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. This sucks. Okay. Which is weird. Oh, also, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. I know we're going to wrap up soon, but I'm like, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. I feel like maybe it's just because of the time it was published or whatever, but like a lot of the kinky scenes were not that kinky. Did you notice that? Yeah. And I know that she's like new to it, so it's probably for the best, but like they just do the same thing over and over. Yeah. It's like he talks about wanting to do things maybe, but doesn't say what they are. He's just like, ho ho, what I would do. What would you do? Yeah. I don't know. It's part of the communication, Christian. <laughs> Literally, I don't understand. He's like, I guess I'll do vanilla for you. <laughs> I like vanilla. If you like vanilla, then what What are we doing here? I don't understand. Why yeah. do we need a contract and an NDA? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Kinky but- fuckery my ass. <laughs> Yeah, so like, odd. spanking your partner isn't necessarily what I would, like, label kinky. No. Lots and of people do that. I feel like it's a very normal thing. Like, even... He even says in the book. Yeah. He says that in the book. Like, yeah. but the the thing with them is, like, you know, I feel like there are things in your, like, day-to-day life that can build up to it. You walk past your partner in the kitchen, you, like, smack their butt and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, maybe you spank them when you're in bed. <laughs> but, like, he's just, like... Don't touch He's, me. <laughs> yeah, don't touch me. And also, like, you rolled your eyes. Don't look like, at me. Yeah. yeah, I was like, tell you to. But I like that you challenge me. Like, Just, what? Yeah, bipolar. Yeah. So bipolar. Which she does say to him, like, I don't understand what you want. You want me to, like, be submissive, but you also like when I challenge you. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. How can I champion you if I don't understand? Mm-hmm. Anna's just there to support. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Anna. Support in her own story, <laughs> which is like, I feel like the hardest thing you can do with the main character. Oh, God, she's so isolated. We haven't seen Kate since like the first four chapters, I feel like. Yeah. Like she's just gone to Barbados. Good for you, girl. But like with also, Elliot, who she also just met. Right? Okay. Is there like a side story with Elliot because I need to know are you also 50 shades of fucked up are you like 25 shades of like questionable intent you know I think he's like a hundred flavors of vanilla like but like cinnamon roll because I like a cinnamon roll yeah (laughs) like I I don't like Kate me neither which like we'll talk about more in the next episode because she has a little bit more substance in the second Mm. and third book that you can like actually critique other than like okay she clearly can't get her shit together oh my god which was like the first thing i'm sick (laughs) yeah god God. yeah (laughs) but i i do like elliot's character but Mm. from the way that he like jokes with christian i feel like he's not into or he's into it but he's like golden retriever so he's like He's, like, the guy you want. He's, like, the good, quote-unquote, guys you read in these books yeah. where it's, like, he's, like, golden retriever, cinnamon roll, but then when you get down to business, he's, like, I'm yeah. taking charge. That's how you do it, E.L. Yeah. James. I want to hear about Elliot. Yeah. Elliot. And I need it to be like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. Because I don't think I could read the gray books, like, those 
Is there all? Is there three? Or There's is it... three of them. Oh, no. Each book in his perspective. I don't think I have it in my soul. No, I don't to need to do it. that. I don't need it. He like says to her in the book. He was like, "Don't you get it, Anastasia? Like the sub has all the power." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well, that technically should be true." Yeah. It is not true in this case because you bully her until yeah. she does what you want. Yes. I'm going to bring it up again. I feel like I bring this movie up all the time on this podcast, and I'm sorry. We got to watch it, because if you haven't seen it by now, enough with Jennifer Lopez, okay? Yeah, no, I still haven't. Oh, okay. We're going to watch it. In enough, she is escaping an abusive relationship, and right. he is rich, and he has friends in the police force, and he hunts her down, and he follows her, because he's got all this money. He's loaded, just like Christian Grey is. And so I'm like... Oh my god, she is isolated. She's stuck with him. Right. He's like, you have all the power. No, she doesn't. Like you just said. Like, oh my god. This is why I'm feeling Army Hammer. You know what I mean? Like, So cringe. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. I've read billionaire books, and it's not at this level of what is going on. Yeah. And I think it's because, again, Anastasia has no agency at all. Yeah. She tries to write her in a few scenes of, like, I'm trying to stand up for myself, but it doesn't stick. Mm-hmm. I would honestly be very, very curious to read E.L. James's newest series. Right. Because I want to know, has her writing grown? Right. Because it has been a while. It has. And this was, like, a fan fiction. Right. Right? Yeah. So some of it... I don't know how much of it is, like, I'm trying to stay true to the source material and just, like, pump it out there. Because I don't know if it started online, maybe, and then it got published. I have no clue. But, like, I am kind of curious to read, I think it's called Mr. I know the newest one is called Mrs. Like, M-I-S-S-U-S. Okay. So, it's, like, period piece. Oh. I don't know much about it. Yeah. The covers are kind of nice. I'm like, okay. So I might give one a go just to see, like, has her writing improved? What's going on? Because, like, I had fun in this one. But, yeah, I'm like, a lot of my issues boil down to the writing was not there. Yeah. It was not strong enough. Because I can read any old silly book and have a good time. Oh, yeah. Like, we don't need really good writing to have a good time. No, and I did have a good time. But I don't, the characters, I'm like... (laughs) Yeah, like, I I no. think that it was not the good time she intended. Yeah. From the material. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. We shall see. Those are my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this wild episode. And we can't wait for you guys to listen to next week's episode or the next episode where we talk about Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Freed. If you'd like to keep up to date with what we're doing with BYOB, you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast and on TikTok at Bring Your Own Book Podcast. And we will see you next time. And until then, keep on drinking in great stories. Cheers! Next time on BYOB, the Bring Your Own Book Podcast. I have survived day three post-Christian and my first day at work. (laughs) 